everyone. Welcome to LifePoint Table Talk Podcast Show. Uh, we are with Katrina Wilson, uh, who wrote a book called Dream Talk, Could God Be Dealing With You in Your Sleep? Here it is right here for y'all to see. Um, you can you, you can order that book through Amazon and also uh-huh. through WilsonMinistries.com. Good. So if anybody's interested. And you wrote this, you said, a few years back, yes. right? Yes. Uh-huh. How long ago was that? About 25 or 30 years. years ago, the first book came out. Hey, and it also learning. was developed into a college course, and I traveled for years and taught right. that. And it's, it's, uh, the book has been published four different times. It's in four different languages. So it's been very popular. It's, it's done very well. It has. It's had a, had a good influence uh, in that time. And so in episode one, we talked about some of the basics of science and how the Bible they, they agree there. There's not a contradiction, how dreams work and so on. So we're just going to kick right back in um, how dreams affect our lives because we're all affected by it one way or another. So when we are asleep, uh, we're going to go through some questions again. For good, you. And, good. And, uh, so when we are asleep, how does the dreaming process work? And it is a process, right? Right. Well, the first thing I think people would ask is, who is really speaking to you in your sleep and through your dreams? Right. And the Bible tells us, and I think it's fascinating. Number one, you speak to you. Remember I mentioned about right. the no, scientist's 30,000 30, dreams. dreams he evaluated. Again? Uh, dreams are a letter from you to you. A letter from you to you. And I think that's a free counsel. Whether you want to read it or not sometimes, yeah. right? <laughs> and Psalm 16, 7 said this. My reins, my inner man, instructs me in the night seasons. So your inner man instructs you. That's you. Right. The next who speaks to you in your dreams is God. Psalm 17:3. God visits man in the night. And I think that's fascinating. Fascinating. Right. And then number three, I believe Satan tries to interrupt our dreams. And Revelation 12:10, he says, Satan is an accuser of the brethren day and what? Night. night and then i believe number four you can have a pizza dream natural dream just crazy to be crazy right? yes There's just, no just to it. if your stomach's upset it's going to affect your dreams it does if, is that true i mean they've proven that if you oh, eat yeah. something it can affect your sleep yes if your stomach is hurting it'll cause you to think you're hurting in a dream i've had that yeah like if my hand got numb yeah in the dream someone's trying to chop it off or something yeah. Well, uh, this is crazy, but you can dream you're going to the bathroom and wake up and you are yeah. <laughs> something like well, that. That's a, you know? yeah, we don't uh, want that. Or you can dream you're in pain and wake up and you are in pain. So anything happening in your body, yeah. even a pillow can be hurting your neck and affect your dream or mattress, just even natural things. What was that dream? Yeah. Tell me that story of the fellow who thought he had a real spiritual dream about. The, oh, yes, that's fascinating. Uh Things happening to you in your sleep can even cause you to think you're having a spiritual dream. A minister friend of ours asked me to put this in my book, and I did. Right. Uh, but he dreamed he was being crucified with Jesus. That sounds so spiritual, right? And, oh, he, in the dream, he knew he <laughs> was dreaming. Uh-huh. That's called a lucid dream. And he said that. Oh, I'm so spiritual. I'm being crucified right. with Jesus. And he saw himself being laid out on a cross, and Jesus was on the other side of him. And then the soldier came and began to pound a nail into his hand and he woke up right and he thought oh i'm so spiritual what a spiritual dream and then he thought if that was a dream why is my hand still hurting 
Well, he looked over where his hand was hurting, and what happened, his wife had rolled her hair in the night with the, uh, with these big rollers and put these little plastic I picks in them. I remember that, yeah. And she rolled over on his hand, and one of those picks were p- so sticking in his hand. Crucified. So he thought he was being so crucified with Jesus. <laughs> so that somehow gets into your psyche, in, into the dream, and paints a movie, a picture. Absolutely. And you're even feeling it. It's, why do you think it's exaggerated, though? Why are dreams in the exaggeration mode? Uh, to get your attention. Absolutely, to get your attention. So like to make you think kind about of language. it. Yes, it is. It, it is. It's its own language. Right. And even some scientists call it a spirit language, a language from the spirit realm, from yeah. your subconscious. It's almost alien trying to decode, get across yeah. to you in a different way. Well, when you have a dream that shows you the future and it comes to pass, it's more than just a dream coming out of you yeah it it begins to sh- and even scientists are saying it shows you a realm beyond yourself and i think that's the fascinating thing um so there's a difference between natural dream and spiritual dream yes i think we talked about and i'm going to share i'm going to let's go through the dream process okay yeah, okay that's what we number we one and now this is not just me saying this or the bible saying this this is science through the sleep labs that they've discovered uh-huh. when you're asleep your body and your brain and all your brain is is your computer all right that, that stores pictures all right your body and your brain are at rest when you sleep okay Yet they've discovered your subconscious, they call it, or your spirit is active or awake. And you may have never thought about this, but your spirit man never sleeps. It's alive unto God. And I don't care saint or sinner, your spirit man does not sleep. That's why God can intervene in your dreams. All right. So your subconscious or your spirit's active. Uh, And in sleep, and this is not me saying this, this is scientists saying this, your dreams form in the subconscious or what we would call the spirit of man and your spirit quickens your brain which is your computer to bring forth the pictures that are needed and that becomes your dreams so it's your subconscious or your spirit that brings forth the pictures that you need to help you and i think that's fascinating they're already in the mind and sometimes it goes beyond the mind because a spiritual dream is when the holy spirit because your spirit being, the Holy Spirit intervenes into that dream through your spirit and causing your spirit man to quicken the brain, bring forth pictures that you would not have ever thought of, spiritual revelation. It's like a, a soul in the machine kind of deal. Because right. Because it's very computer. The brain is just a computer. Right. But then the soul of, or the spirit of your mind, I usually say it's the spirit of your mind is in the brain of your body. There you go. That's good. You could call it the spirit of your mind. I like that. I like that. Well, the mind of your spirit. Yeah. Just like your body has a brain, your spirit has a mind. I mean, that's the two. That's the difference. Yeah. That's what they say. Subconscious. They really don't know how to define it correctly. Right. They're saying something non-material is in the material. So you're saying the non-material is taking hold of the material and using it as an analysis and taking the pictures. But they're usually moving, right? They're more Oh, absolutely. They're more like movies. They always tell a story. And and it would be like a parable in your sleep. Right. Jesus told parables that spoke to the heart. And a dream is a parable in your... I said, why didn't Jesus talk about dreams? And I thought he didn't have to. He used parables. Right. And he said this about parables. If they'll hear, I will heal. And if folks will begin to hear their dreams, they can be healed. 
And I think that's fascinating. I think the most fascinating thing I discovered is that your spirit never sleeps. Yeah. See, I used to think when you went to sleep, the Holy Spirit, who Jesus said would minister to you always, which means even when you sleep. But I thought the Holy Spirit had to go to the other side of the world to minister to those folks when they were awake. Right. And then I discovered the Holy Spirit ministers to you even in your sleep. And that's why God can minister to you spirit to spirit because your spirit never sleeps. So in order to dream, obviously we have to sleep. So statistics say Americans are very sleep deprived. Is that true? I mean, why would that? The United States is the most sleep deprived nation in the world. Here's two reasons, television and your phone. Your iPhone and TV. And this these statistics are about ten years old. But ten years ago and it's it's even iPhone then. I know. So I'm saying it's even greater now. But forty percent of Americans forty percent of Americans have sleep disorders. Forty eight percent, that's almost fifty percent, have no regular sleep pattern and it not only affects the adults, it affects your children. Fifty percent lack sleep, and it's affecting their memory and their mood. And this is fascinating. Any addiction to alcohol or drugs stop or prohibit the dreaming process. And when you can't dream so and you can't right. right, here's what happens: when you can't dream, you can't work through your frustrations or your problems, and you wake up in worse shape. And so you think you have to take more in order to be clear. Gotcha. And then your hectic lifestyle. And I think this goes along with Daniel 7.25. said the Antichrist system, the purpose of it, they'll change the laws and the times, and that's happening right now. And the whole purpose is to wear out the saints. Mm. And I think that's fascinating. So our hectic lifestyle. I read a statistic in Minnesota. They were having so many problems in Minnesota. They brought in psychiatrists from all around that area into the school system. And they said... After a while, they said, here's the conclusion. These kids aren't getting enough sleep. They said school must start a minimum of an hour later. And they said almost immediately, all the discipline problems started going down like immediately. Because they got more sleep. have more sleep. Absolutely. school back in the day. Yeah. Sleep till noon, maybe, 1 o'clock. Well, I don't think <laughs> noon. Sleep till and noon, 1 o'clock, then go to school yeah. after that. <laughs> No, I don't think that would be good. <laughs> what are the benefits of sleep then? Uh, well, we're sleep deprived, then why do we need to get? Uh, the sleep I love we need? Psalms one twenty seven two, and I, I'm going to read it out of a. Uh, um, it's called the Schillenbecker uh, translation. Listen to this. Yeah. Psalm one twenty seven two. In vain do you rise up to work before the daylight has appeared. In vain do you stay up until late. For without the Lord you toil in vain and sit there far into the night, that by your toil you may have bread, that you may eat your hard-earned bread. But God's own loved ones sleep in peace, for they know that God is bountiful to those who are his faithful ones, Mm. and he will provide for them even in their sleep. That's benefit. I think the big benefit for me is when I get good sleep is just you're ready to go. Yeah. You're recharged or some kind of recharging. Well, here's the three things that helps. Number one, this is proven fact. Okay. Right. Number one, your mind, your, your memories are restructured. Uh Uh-huh. Your thoughts are consolidated. 
And listen to this, I love this. If you sleep a minimum of eight hours, you have a higher IQ. I like that, makes you smarter. Anything under seven hours of sleep, your IQ goes down. Mm. And I think of so many students, they stay up all night to study for a test and I mm -hmm. think it's gonna help them. Really their IQ is going down, not up. Wow. I had a kid take my class and he said, uh, he said, uh, eight hours sleep, your high IQ goes up. He said, what about if you get 12 hours sleep? <laughs> and I said, I think somewhere in the Bible That's it says, boundary, right? <laughs> yeah, too much sleep <laughs> leads to poverty. Yeah, so does. I don't think that. So that's, sleep, what happens, that's what happens with your brain, your mind. Your body, listen to this, just eight hours sleep. Your blood sugar is balanced. Your immune system is bo boosted. Uh -huh. You have better eye coordination from watching your dreams. And the healing chemical serotonin is released from your brain into your body and brings healing. And then spiritually, you are renewed and refreshed from the spirit realm. Well, that sounds thought out and designed. Yeah. Well, the Very scientists so. say this. People must sleep and they must dream because it keeps you healthy, whole, and balanced. Right. We had a man take this course, and he said he worked for agnostic, atheistic scientists. Right. But he couldn't understand when they couldn't solve a problem, they had a yellow tablet and a pencil and they would go home and sleep on it, take a nap. Mm. And he said most of the time they would come back with answers and he could not figure that out. He took this course and he finally realized why they went to sleep on it, even though they were agnostic. Right. Their brain restructured and they got answers. And so many times we're wanting answers and I believe we need to learn more to quote sleep on it right. and then evaluate it. So, um, dreams speak to us. That's a big point there. Letter from you. And that, I think another question, kind of hit on this, but why, are they, why is it so difficult to understand a dream? Well, Or do some people read into it what's not really there, too? Yeah. I mean, it's both ways, the right. balance. Well, dreams come in symbols. And, uh, and I think we get so in, enthroned and watching enthralled. the symbol. Enthralled. Yeah. That's yeah. probably a better word. Enthralled with the symbols that... Uh, we don't look for the principle. Every dream is principle oriented and you, you must look for that. And your dreams, the symbols usually represent your emotions, your uh, ideas, your character traits, and they're to catch your attention and cause you to evaluate. Mm -hmm. And if you don't think about that uh, in your dreams, but think about the Bible, the Bible's symbolic. Jesus is called the lamb. Right. What do you think of as a lamb? Mm -hmm. But Satan's called a dragon. What do you think of as a dragon? So you can see that's the principle of it. Uh, I'll give you one. Uh, it can be symbol, symbols can be natural or spiritual. I'll give you one example. Water. Water in a dream represents source of life. Yeah. Well, it's what you're doing in the water in your dream. We look for the principle. If you're drowning in a dream, think of the principle of that. What would it be Stress. in real life? Difficulties, stress. Yes, what? you're drowning in life. You're yeah. going under in life. But if you're enjoying the water and drinking the water and wanting people to gotcha. join you in the water, yeah. then that's a whole different aspect. So, uh, what about a house? A lot of people dream that they're in a home. And this is trying mostly to get out of the house, yeah. basement, upstairs, right. that kind of thing. A house usually represents the person, and it's according to what floor you're on in a house, which mm -hmm. I think is fascinating. The main floor represents your natural life. The attic represents your mind. The basement represents your spirit. Right. And, uh, and it's the condition of the house. Beautiful house, torn down house. A lot of women dream of houses. I'm not saying men don't, but a lot of women do. But I had a young man come to me years ago, 
and he was having this horrible nightmares and it was in the basement and in it he was fighting these horrible creatures mm. and he wasn't winning and he had them night after night and finally he said someone told him about me and he came and he told me the dreams and and when i interpret a dream i usually go by the symbols so i told him the symbols of a house because right. it was in a house and i said the basement represents the spirit realm i said what's happening to you spiritually and he went stone cold silent and then he looked at me and he said i'm a backslider i used to know christ right and i said and what's happening in that basement he said i'm fighting these terrible creatures i said what's happening in your real life he said i'm fighting these terrible spiritual creatures that are trying to destroy me right. i said who was winning in your battle and he said it wasn't me and i said what do you think that dream means and by then he's crying he said, I need to come back to Jesus. And guess what? He did. It was a wake-up call. Right. Wake call. But so look how the dream came. Isn't that fascinating? Right. So he was able, the home, what was the spirit part? The basement? He was fighting because creatures. The core. The core. Of your life, You're right. right. The foundation. In Down your basement, in the usually heart. the, yeah. Right. That's yeah. fascinating. So here, we're going to end episode two, and uh, we'll come back for three. We're doing about 15, 20 minutes. Okay. Talks, and All right. Perhaps even as we go along, as we continue we'll maybe go longer we'll see what we do uh, i enjoy it and um we'll see you next week we'll come back and we'll keep discussing i think there's a lot here yeah i think a lot of people have an interest i know, I know myself just you know so we can see the signs too the yes, direction absolutely from every angle we need all the help we can get absolutely and if we can get help from our dreams that helps all all the, all the better so so life point table talk with katrina wilson get her book dream talk thank you for being with us today See y'all.